Welcome to the podcast. I'm back with another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining me. If you guys can rate and subscribe to the podcast, that's going to do me a big favor. So this clip was taken from a ministry night I did 10 days before Pentecost this year. I think we can all say we've been affected by COVID and we don't know the outcome still months later. Amy and Robert Coelho, I believe, are a hidden treasure to the body of Christ, and they were with myself and a friend, Brandon, talking about the significance of the number 10 and how we are in a season of separation, and we can actually see the pattern that God has left us in Scripture for what is coming next. So hold on to your ears as you listen through this episode. Some of the sound quality is a bit hard to hear, and their connection broke off a few times, but I promise you guys will get gems out of this episode. And like and follow my Supernatural Healing Power page on Facebook to tune into live interactive live interactive prophetic nights where we prophesy and pray for you. So bless you all. Let's get into this episode. And again, thanks so much for listening. to be day number one and today as we know it is a day of ascension so guys if you're watching just like and share the broadcast uh we want to see these numbers climb because i think what they're going to say is important and we're going to we're going to minister to people here shortly but uh amy if you could just maybe talk to us a little bit i know that you have uh knowledge about numbers and what does the number 10 actually mean like we're 10 10 days to pentecost today and and it's the day of ascension so can you kind of go into that a little bit and the meaning of that sure well before before you can really understand 10 you have to understand that every number has a story and it fits in the story and um, we can take the numbers and fit them over and overlay them of every story in the bible so the numbers tell a story one represents god nothing to the left nothing to the right and the sovereignty, right? Two enters into uh, Satan. So it's kind of the dualistic, the dichotomy, the the tr- two trees, um, which one, you know, choose thy love and love thy choice. I think our pa- one of our pastors said, um, and then three, we enter Jesus, right? And this is the, com- this is the Trinity. And four, Thank God for Jesus coming in at number three, because they knew we we're going to need them for number four, which means the earth and all those things that we see it in the four seasons, the four corners of the earth, the four winds. we see it a lot in nature. So when we have dreams four generally and typically means natural things. Right. And then um, thank goodness for that, because then five comes in in the grace of God. And the you know, when we have we have to have that grace. Because then six comes in and that's the number of man, right? So man shows up and kind of messes up things, right? So we had, thank God, grace like came in before that to enter, you know, make headway for man because he, you know, God knew we're probably going to need a little bit of help. And that really kind of helped with the Holy Spirit coming in, number seven, right? And the... It just really means spiritual completion to be complete, right? And once we're complete we are given a new opportunity, right? And then we've got, you know, we've got, got, we believe in God. Jesus is our savior. Holy spirit is there. We recognize our, ourself as man in nature. And now we've got this new opportunity, which is eight. It's the door, right? And then 
once we have the new opportunity, we're then judged. People go, well, we're judged and then we get the new opportunity. But how many of you know, promised land is not all milk and honey, but 10 more giants that you need to defeat. So you go into land of promise and you've got the, you know, number nine, which is to, is for judgment. It's when God says, you know, hat, you know, wheat from chaff, right? It's, it's like, you've got this opportunity. What are you going to do with it now? And judging the works of our hands. And then we've got 10, which is the number of greatness, right? It's a multiplier. 10 is a multiplier. And it, it means that you are found ready, it, it, that wow. you're ready. 11 is chaos that ensues, right? Because nothing ever was so sweet and kind and normal. No, we've got to go through the chaos, the prophetic chaos, divine chaos, we like to call it, right? It's divine chaos. And then through divine chaos, if we make it out on the other side and we do not falter, we have government. That's where we begin to rule and reign. We see this in the book of Joseph, right? In the book of Joseph, we see that, you know, nine is him having, you know, dream. Like I have this dream, God's calling, or this dream, God's calling me. Then he got his brothers who are judging him going, yeah, that dream of and you see that him being sold off, you know, 10 is him actually having the dream and having the, the, having the invitation, right? Monday when, you know, he's like, my family is going to bow down to me, right? My brothers and sisters will bow down to me. So he's thinking like, like I've made it, like I've multiplied, like this is it. And Monday looks not like anyone's bowing down to you because now he's sold off into slavery, which is the divine chaos hmm. that he had to go through for ruling and reigning, which is 12. And so, you know, we see that as well. We can look at Jesus and we can see his um, nine being judged, 10 having the opportunity to make the decision. What are we going to do? You know, are we moving forward? And then we see the chaos ensue when nobody knows where he's, you know, here he's, everyone's been told he was this divine being and now he's just gone, left him high and dry, right? Until, you know, until he, until he comes back and to rule and reign. And then we've got the divine chaos in between. And so we mm. see that as well. So 10 really is a multiplier. It is, we see 10, a hundred, a thousand. It is one, nothing to the left, nothing to the right, my sovereign God, right? And then we multiply that. And we see our multiplication through Jesus. We see the multiplication through Holy Spirit. And so each one of those moments are the multiplier. I like to liken it to one being God, 10 being Jesus, and then a thousand being the Holy Spirit who just kind of came in and, you know, it just infused us with power and, and might. And so 10 is an interesting number in dreams. It's uh, very specific. We look at 10 as saying, hey, are you guys ready? Because 11's coming and I hope you're... I, I found you. I found you good. I found you well. You passed the judgment, but can you now withstand the the, the divine chaos before the the governmental order? Wow. Wow. Uh, I'll just I'll just add just one more question to that quickly. But it, do you think uh, there is a greater significance this Pentecost season than there has been maybe in the past few years? I think she's froze up on us. Kind of. Yeah, you kind of broke up. Can you hear me? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, I asked, 
do you think that there's more significance during this Pentecost season than there has been in the past uh, couple of years or, or so? Or is there a, a greater degree of um, importance to this Pentecost coming up? You know, what I've found is that I think every Pentecost is is important. I think that um, the feasts are important. I do believe what I have found in the last few months is that people are having time to reflect. They're having time to um, debrief. They are having time to find themselves, figure out what they really want to do. Um, if they do want to go back, right, if they want to go back to work, if this is the time to jump and, and make transition or whatnot. So I think people are honing in, you know, they're not getting up, putting on their makeup, praying on their way to work. Um, you know, if they get busy, you know, walking during lunch to try to connect with God so that they, they don't kill anybody at three. You know, I mean, it's like I think, you know, it's this preservation that we get into, which is why we left. We call it the leaving, you know, we call living in the RV. Um, leaving the American nightmare, right? The rat race. And I think now people are, I think it's more significance because the frequency people are putting on it because they're thinking about it. They're connecting, they're reconnecting with who they are. They're reconnecting what their purpose is, what they were meant to do. And then amazingly, everyone's got to, you know, if, if you were in business or, or whatnot, you either have pandemic unemployment, you've got you know, pandemic relief. So everyone's got to get got stimulus money, right, to stimulate the economy. But I think it's also a stimulating who we are, and what's our purpose. And do mm -hmm. I take that money? And do I put that to my purpose right now? And I just think when we, we have frequency uh, of, of, you know, thousands of people thinking through it, right, and, and connecting. And so I think that it, I think there's going to be a Amen. Yeah. Yeah, guys. So uh, you guys are breaking up a little bit. Your, your video and your audio has gone out a little bit. So um, so if you're still there, maybe just try backing out and coming back in again. So um, Brandon, did you have anything to uh, to say or, or kind of add on onto that or uh, kind of what's your thoughts on, on this Pentecost season? I, I really like what they're going into and it's interesting how they connect uh, patterns and and seems like almost a scientific method into understanding dreams and spiritual things. And that's something I've always wondered about because God says he's a God of order and they, they are finding ways to, to understand uh, with, with patterns and that, that certain things uh, have, have, uh, uh, repetition in their patterns to a degree. Now, like they said, um, once you think you haven't figured out, God tends to uh, do a little spin on it. And I think that just speaks to him desiring continual relationship, right? Not just a job or a chore. So I, I find it really, really interesting uh, what they're saying, because I'm, I'm a scientific kind of a guy and I, I like mm. science and the scientific process and, and how that all works. And uh, I've, I've I've always felt that you know our world is is a representation of the heavenly realm, right? When the Bible says the the earth is a shadow of of heaven, but uh, it's it's interesting to see. I know that uh, there is another guy. Oh, and they're back. <laughs> they're back. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so guys, if you can just like, and share the broadcast again, that'd be great. We're, we're going to just kind of transition here into, into ministry time. Um, and, and I, I wanted to ask some of their insights on that, on, uh, what they thought about this season and, and Pentecost coming up. So, um, just continue again to tell us where you're watching from. I, I did highlight a few. We have Columbus, Ohio here. Um, and even Brenna watching from Vernon, BC and Georgia. And we got my beautiful wife here watching from Sturgis, Saskatchewan, Canada. So praise God. So tell us again where you guys are watching from and, uh, to share the broadcast. We want to get more people on here. There's 26 watching. So, um, so that's great. So, <clears throat> so if, if we can just kind of, we'll switch into ministry mode here. And, uh, so that's why you guys want to share this broadcast. So, um, I'm not sure Robert, if, uh, you're ready to go, if you're feeling that prophetic flow, <laughs> I know. Yeah. That, I wanted to just I wanted to just kind of piggyback a little bit just briefly. Um, yeah, you know, you know, I, I, all of us have gone through a lot of different thought processes, uh, and we all have our own ideas about COVID and this time down and so forth. And uh, uh, maybe maybe two months ago, I remember I was sitting there in front of my computer, and um, I began to think. I began to think that. And, and 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 this may sound kind of weird, um, but I thought, what? We, we, maybe we're missing out on a gift right now. Maybe we're missing out on a gift right mm -hmm. now because, you know, as I started thinking, all of a sudden, you know, when you have a captive audience, you can get a message across. And I started thinking, and 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 I, and it, it doesn't take that much for me to weep, man. But I I, I remember wow. that morning I was reading. And I just started weeping, man. And I and I started thinking collectively, the body right now is confined. We're in quarantine. And I and I, and I was just looking to the heavens and thinking, God, what an amazing opportunity right now for your people to connect with you. To connect with you. And and those that have been teetering in in in, in their faith. Now, you know, you've you've got people that are that are that are coming to you, Father. Um Maybe out of out of out of out of fear, uh, maybe an improper type of fear, but that fear can quickly be turned into a reverence and the and the type of fear that that is the fear of God, you know. And I began to rejoice in that and and thinking how wonderful of an opportunity. And I, and and I and I, and I, and I made some uh, so I, I wrote a couple of blogs about that. Like guys, like take advantage of this time right now, you know. A, a lot, a lot of us, a lot of us, um, not including me, because I, I, I kind of live a quarantined life anyway, uh, and have for the last couple of years. So for me, it's like this is not that much different than what we. Have. But but the point I'm trying to make is that I I started thinking about about the beauty, and, and sometimes we miss out on on something that could be seemingly uh, catastrophic uh, and not take advantage of. Of, of the pearl that's in there, you know, it, it, it's, it's like the, 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 the honey in the lion's mouth, you know, we go in there and we get that. And, 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 and so, so I just feel like in this season and, and, and I'm going to, what, what the point I'm trying to make is that I feel that this, and, and I hadn't given it a lot of thought until now. Um, but this Pentecost, I believe is extremely significant. 
And and we know that during during Pentecost, you know, the disciples were in, in Jerusalem, and and the Jews were all, all 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 there, and Holy Spirit just came upon them, you know, came upon them. Um, but we also know historically from revivals that when hunger begins to increase in the lives of God's people, He shows up. He shows up, and so right now, my my thing is like when I think of the myriads of people right now that maybe we're just even borderline, but man, their, their hunger has increased over these last, these last two weeks. And, and I'm a big fan uh, and, and a big uh, advocate of the word reset and have been for a long time. My personal kind of coaching ministry is all based around reset. And, and I, and I posted reset revolution on my timeline last year. And little did I know the, the significance of that because I believe that we're going through a reset revolution uh, with God, with 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 each other, with and 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 I, I I always have more questions than answers, but I keep asking questions. I keep asking the Lord, what do we do and what's going on? What, what how do I make sense of this, Lord? And 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 how do I how do I navigate through this murky water? You know, so so I believe that that as a result of what I'm what I'm going to believe that has been a, an insatiable hunger and and thirst that has been created as a result of COVID, and and the rest of the challenges that we've been facing, I, I'm sensing even more now that there's going to be uh, perhaps a greater outpouring of the Holy Spirit on 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 Pentecost this year. I'm going to decree and declare that mm-hmm. and prophesy mm-hmm. that over the kingdom of God and His people because wow. we need it. I think, you know, the world is calling it the great awakening. Right. And I think, you know, we see we know symbolically that when we do I teach on on how to read the heavens, how to read our our surroundings and and hear God. People say, well, how do you hear God? I'm like, how do you not? (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, stop. Just wait a minute. Stop. Stop. Let me get let me catch up. And, you know, when we look around in our natural, when we see signs, when we see license plates drive in front of you, when we see that's speaking all the time. Mm, and, and we know that it leaks out from the heaven into the natural, right? We know that what is happening here has already happened there. And so when we hear the media, when we hear our media, our own media, when we see on social media and on, on you know, the mass media that you know, it's a great awakening. There's something going on in spirit realm. Like we need to enter into that. And it's a choice. This is a choice. You either can enter into the fear of the Lord or you can enter into the fear of the world. And it's really just your choice. And we've got to hone in. And I think we're at a place right now that there it is. We are separating chaff from wheat. hundred percent. There is no, like, it is like bone and marrow. Like, yeah. this is it. And when we start seeing this, something's about to shift. Mm-hmm. And and he has to come. He has to. Because it's who he is. Mm-hmm. It's just who he is. It's the character of God to reset this thing and, and to move us into a different direction. And, you know, I, I go back to... So I, you know, going back to I, I don't know if you guys picked it up in the uh, in the Bob Jones, you know, when Bob Jones had the 
the word about Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, right? And then like Revival was going to take out. And I think people don't realize that that really did kick off what was actually happening. And what we are starting to see is the divine chaos that has to ensue. It's like this. When somebody, if somebody has been in and, and saw me cleaning out my closet in the middle of it, he'd go, what are you doing? No, I'd have a heart attack but, first. <laughs> but we know <laughs> that there's got to be chaos before order. Right? Yeah, it's true. It's got to be chaos before order. It's just the way the unit, it's a universal law that yeah. has to happen. You cannot have revival without repentance. Mm -hmm. You can't have repentance without recognition of sin. Mm -hmm. And so recognition of sin the dross comes up, right? And so we are literally walking in what Bob Jones said, the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, and then here we are. I mean, it just like, there we are. And and you can't deny what is happening right now is absolutely, it. like, I, don't you all just like wake up and go, am I in the twilight zone? Jesus. Like, it's, a, it's crazy how people are thinking, what they're saying. Um, how people's mindsets and we just have to have a lot of grace um, but we have to also be aware of those that are not of our kind that's right <laughs> there are those mm. that are not of our kind and we have we have to we have to know who's wheat and who's chaff that's right mm -hmm. mm. and that's interesting amy that uh it reminds me of something that you told me one time and i'm probably going to butcher this but you said don't be standing up when the lawnmower of God or something along those lines comes along. I it was John Paul Jackson. And he told right. me that a number of times before he spanked me spiritually. <laughs> he said, Amy, don't be the blade of grass standing up when the lawnmower of God comes over you. Right. Wow. I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first three times. Amen. So guys, if you're, Thanks so much for joining me. We'll catch you next time on the podcast.